All right. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast episode, I want to say 15. Is that right? No, who fucking cares? Uh, <laughs> Every episode is episode 69. Episode 69 of the Hunt for Reds October <laughs> podcast. A very nice episode we have coming for you today. Uh, let's go around the room here and see who we got. Phil, how are you today? Oh, I'm fired up. How are you? Oh, I'm just living the dream. Callie, how are you? Solid. Pretty good. All right. Branch. Um, I'm good. I'm not as butthurt as I think people think I am, but I'm, I'm still a little butthurt, but not that butthurt. Got some, got some anal issues there. Yeah, I have some anal issues. It happens. Uh, Polly, how are you? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Season's greetings, Reds fans. It's a holiday week. It's opening day. It is opening day coming up. Before we get started, uh, Phil, did you acquire a cactus? Yes, sir. Did you acquire the cactus? Well, see, okay. Now, what happened was that, um, no. Oh. There there was, we failed in, in, now see, I have not left yet, so I've not actually failed yet. But you're going to fail. But you're going to fail. No, I absolutely am going to fail, but I have not failed yet. So um, get me next time, and then we can say I failed. But I have not not failed yet. A failure. In the the world of business, you're failing forward. That's okay. Doug Doug has left already, and he actually has failed, but I, I have not failed yet. True. So, Callie, I'll be driving through Arizona, actually staying in Arizona. For a little while, sometime in June, July this year, uh, there's a chance. So, did, cool. uh, what was the story about you making uh, Doug leave a day early or something? Well, okay. <laughs> what what happened was? See what happened was when I uh, made the reservations for the Airbnb uh, a couple months ago now. It's possible that I didn't check the dates exactly. 100% correctly and uh, got the place for two days less than we were going to be here. Phil. Mm. Yeah. You are and fucking up. I am. It's been a really bad week for Phil. Uh, and I'm just wait. I can't wait to get home. No. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry I had a shit week. Yeah. <laughs> I miss my wife and my cat. I believe it. <laughs> You see any good baseball? Guys, we got some... Not really, no. No? (laughs) We got some late-breaking news. That does suck. We got some late-breaking news. Kev has joined. Kevin! It's about damn time, motherfucker. (laughs) Whoa. He's tending to his 47 children. Yeah. He was on on assignment, right? All right. So Kevin's here now. The the first topic we're going to talk about tonight is... It's something I don't think anybody... You might not have heard about this yet. Uh, there's this guy, Nick Senzel, who uh, 
who he plays for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he he's a baseball player. And, no, he uh, doesn't. He does not play for the that's Cincinnati true. Reds. That's true. <laughs> that, that is a <laughs> absolute lie. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Nick Senzel got sent down. Not surprising. Disappointing, but not surprising. I just want to get everybody's take on this. Uh, let's start with Callie. What are your takes on Nick Senzel getting caught in the uh, money game? I think he's not going to sign an extension with us. I think it's going to piss him off. Um, I think I he should definitely be starting on opening day. It's a little ridiculous that, I mean, they would even say that service time has nothing to do with it. It obviously has everything to do with it. It's just it's getting old. Like, you can't tell me that you're going to put your 25 best men on the field and then send him down. You just can't. No, I uh, agree. I agree. Uh, Branch, what are you Totally agree. I can't believe that. I was hoping we'd turn this corner. But um, it looked like to me that Walt Jockety showed up Friday morning and said, Mmm, I love the smell of fucking up a baseball team in the morning. <laughs> and uh, all this goodwill and everything that they built up over the offseason with some really good moves, they just went, Okay, we're going to go back to doing things the old uh, Cardinal way or whatever the hell it is. And they sent a kid down that's worked his ass off and everything he can. That should be starting on opening day. He's one of the best. He's one of the best twenty-five players the Reds have, and he's not starting. So they lied to us. And I'm a little. I'm, as I said, I'm butthurt about it. Pisses me off. A little butthurt. If that was my kid, I'd be really fucking mad. Uh, Polly, what are your thoughts? It's bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, baseball is <laughs> baseball is business. You know, I I say it again and again and again, but. The kid's, a, the kid's good. I mean, he proved it last year. He proved it in spring training this year. He should be on a 25-man roster, at least. His uh, service time service time doesn't matter. Service time does not matter at this, at this point. I mean, honestly, it's awarding, awarding the players good enough to be uh, starting on opening day for the Cincinnati Reds. Simple as that. I agree. Uh, Phil? What are your thoughts? Okay, so there's two two different things here. First of all, they saved that extra year last year when yep. uh, Suarez got hurt. Mm-hmm. They did not bring up a Senzel up in uh, to replace him uh, because if you want to believe them, they said, "Well, we don't want to have to send them back down." Yeah. <laughs> Screw that shit. And okay, I get. Like I really do get it. Mayor Garrett sending him back down. Yeah, that that was real. Yeah, and I mean, I truly get it. I really do, but it's absolute. It's crap. I even I get sending him down because of the center field thing that he hasn't played center field. I get it, but the minute Scooter got hurt, he absolutely should be the starting second baseman. Um, there's absolutely no justification for it. When Scooter got back, they would have the absolute uh, excuse to send him down to get reps in at center uh, and to get to 16 days in the middle of the season, they can do that. It does not have, they don't, he doesn't have to miss the time at the beginning of the season. Nope. So, um, and then if they can't send him down, well, oh well. Kevin. Yep. Looking at everything, it's so obvious. We all know what they're doing. They're waiting the two weeks to bring him up and it's, it's, it's not fair to Nick and with 
with all respect to Nixon Zell, because you see with his comments how he's handling it as more mature than anybody else. It seems he's like, I don't, I didn't earn my spot, so I'll get back down there and work my way up. Which we all know he earned a spot. Yeah, he did though. So the, so the fact that he said that, he knows, and he's way smarter than I think they might be giving him credit for. And I hope he didn't hold it against him, but how can he not? It's I hope. I hope that none of this matters, and in two or three years, they've given him a long extension because well, he's that good. Here's the thing, Paul. Here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, a lot of Reds fans are actually happy about this because they see, oh, we're going to have Nixon Zell for another year. Here's my four reasons why I don't. I think that uh, Nixon Zell should start opening day. One, the collective bargaining the collective bargaining agreement is probably going to change when they. Uh, do the next uh, renegotiation. So it's a whole moot point, I think. Uh, because I, I think there's enough evidence of this uh, uh, manipulation of service time that this Players Association is not going to stand for it. Uh, number two, Chris Bryant still holds a grudge against the Cubs. Absolutely. Uh, he, he's been on record saying how much... This is years later that he's holding a grudge. So like, uh, like you all said, he... he it, it makes an extension less likely. And he spent like exactly two weeks right. in the minors. Right. Yep. So another reason is that even if the collective bargaining agreement doesn't change, uh, if Nixon Zell is productive, you're going to want to lock him up before his walk year anyway. So why not get him here and get him productive? And then if you're going to lock him up, you lock him up. And then look, let's say he is a flop. You're not going to keep him around that last year anyway, like they did with Billy Hamilton. He's going to get non-tendered. Yep. I don't think he's going to be a flop at all. I think that's the least likely of the scenarios. But to me, it's just it's a cause of friction between the Reds and Sinzel that does not need to be there. You know who didn't do this? The Houston Astros and Alex Bregman. Yeah. What did Alex Bregman just do? He signed a very nice team-friendly contract with Houston. What a four-year, hundred or ten, right? Yeah, six years. Yeah, six yeah. years. Six years. It's a nice contract. I mean, it's a nice contract for him, but I mean, it's not. He could have went through ARB, went to free agency, and probably doubled that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Trout did the same thing when he was the Angels. When he was like three years in, he signed yeah. a, a three or four year extension, and now look at him. He just resigned with them. Four hundred million dollars. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but he might the only reason he did that was they did that. Money, money, money. But when he got brought up, what happened? He went straight. He didn't wait two weeks, yep. did he? No. Mm-mm. So, yes, the Reds had the right to do it under the collective bargaining agreement. That's fine. If that's actually, what... they actually don't have the right to do it. Uh, it's they. I mean, because they have to lie to do it to get right. away with it. Yeah, they if they if they said it. that if they said that we were doing it to get that extra year, there there would be uh, a labor. Grievance. So no, no, they actually don't have the right to do it. Yeah, I get, I get your point there. It's they have to, they have to play, play that game of, oh, he's got to get more time in center field. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. And Louisville doesn't start till the fourth. So what's he going to be doing the 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 week? They could be, he could be playing the games in I Cincinnati. Think he, it's like six or seven games in the minors. That's yeah, what it adds up to. He's gonna, yeah. he's gonna stay in Goodyear, I guess, for an extra week. Uh, while everybody else goes on, and so well, it's not going to surprise me if in a couple of years, whenever they have these uh, the negotiations, that Nixon Zell is the poster child for 
what they're using the rule for. Yep. Nicole Him Bryant. and Bryant and Nicole Vlad Bryant. will all be. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I guess, oh, yeah. Jays, not Vlad because of the injury, Vlad but right. Ridiculous. Yeah. The the injury saved the Blue Jays' face on that one. Uh, but if yeah. he hadn't been injured, they would have done the same thing as the Reds did and the Cubs did. Well, they actually said they were going to do it, but they didn't say why. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they also said it. What, what was his injury? Bleak or something? Something like that. But it was something that's indeterminate amount of time, so they could have just said, you're going to fake an oblique injury for two weeks. Well, they, he, there's no way he would do that. No, he his doctors would, though. But their doctors yeah. would. I mean, I can tinfoil hat with the best of them, but I don't think that it's a conspiracy. I think he actually did yeah. get hurt. So, this uh, sending down Nixon's ill, Scooter Jeanette getting hurt. This has caused a little bit of, you know, uh, discord amongst Reds fans. Uh, first of all, Scooter's going to be out two to three months because he broke his dick. And, I mean, prayers up for Scooter's dick. It's it's a sad situation. It's a tough scene. But shout out to Scooter's dick. Shout out to Scooter's shout dick. Shout out to little Scooter. But, uh, I mean, it could be Big Scooter. I don't know. Keep on pedaling, little guy. So, oh, we have that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but so the Reds' plan as of now is to move Jose Peraza to the second and start Jose Iglesias at shortstop. I would have thought you just slide Titties in to second. The second. But yeah, I mean he he's Scooter clone. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's he's, good he's a second the, baseman. I don't know why you wouldn't just put. Oh. He's good with the bat. He's a butcher with the glove. But we already had that, so yeah. And I, I get the I get the thought of David Bell wanting to get a potential gold glove quality shortstop uh, to improve your defense. I get that. I just would have traded the offense for the defense. Um, well, that, that might be the cardinal in him because I think their whole thing for 50 years has been they don't care if the shortstop hits. They want a smooth field of shortstop. Yeah. Um, well... But they, also, they, could, they could have only fucked with one player during this whole mess. That's it. Just replace they chose, chose to fuck with two now. Yeah. They're moving Peraza back over to second. And let's say you wanted to start Iglesias. Why didn't you just start Iglesias at second? Yeah. I mean, Peraza has played second. He's a temporary one. Peraza has played second. That's true. Um, but... He hasn't in two years, and so he probably needs to go down to AAA to. <laughs> so does this mean that the Reds' plan is that... get worked oh, up? But, but wait, he ain't got service time issues, does he? Oh no, he doesn't. Oh, well, but I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> what, what this tells me is that the Reds aren't planning on playing Nick Senzel at second base when they bring him up. They're going to play him at center oh, no. field. Otherwise, the fact that the fact that Jesse Winker's playing in center field at all, right? I mean, that he's going to center. So, yeah. You know, I've kind of been thinking a, this too that they might be looking Nick Senzel at center for long term beyond what, this year. That's what I'm thinking is because let's say yeah. Senzel was going to come up and play second, you just throw titties in there at second base, and you don't have to worry about it. Yep. For those of you who don't know, titties is Derek Dietrich. Double D's. They should know this to listen to the podcast. They should. This is true, Kevin. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. Um, Paulie, <laughs> let's get your. Thoughts. I, I, it just here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Scooter should have been gone a year ago. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we wouldn't be in this mess. We wouldn't be in this mess. 
someone we would. I, 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 uh, I'm my butt's chapped about it. You I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I got a case of the red ass. It's, it's just not. It's I not have not been a, a scooter fan. Plain and simple, and there's reasons why people want to linger on to the past so much as organization, and they find players like. Scooter, who they're just gonna want to like. Oh well, he's hustle, he's grit. Yeah, I'm tired of that. I want, I want numbers, good numbers. What What I'm thinking here is, I now want to see where Jonathan India is gonna play the next couple of years. If he starts playing second base, then they're gonna groom him to play second to Peraza at short and uh, Senzel in center field. Uh, if he, if they keep him in third, or if they start putting him in the outfield, then we'll go as well. If they're where they're planning on playing him, um, or if what about play. Taylor Trammell? I mean, he's I think, left fielder. Looks like I think he's going to be a left fielder. Yeah. And then Winker, Winker and right. right. And and here's something that they learned this year: trying to trade Scooter. Uh, second basemen are cheap. Yep. Second base. They can buy one. Well, we just we just had an exact replacement of him in, in Double D. Yeah. We got it for basically free. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they can buy a second baseman. That might be what they're looking at if they're looking at Cleveland and Zell and Center long term. Callie, what are your thoughts? Uh, I agree that I think that Scooter should have been traded quite a while ago. I just haven't been that excited about him in a long time. And you know what Callie's saying when um, she said that uh, we just kind of hold on to people and this town's a little nostalgic. Like, he had one phenomenal game. That is, you can't dispute that. But I mean, honestly, he, we're paying him a whole ton of money, and now he's hurt. And we should have traded him a year ago. Just kind of like we we do that constantly. I've seen that episode so many times. Amen. And and imagine if the Reds, Old. imagine if the Reds had bowed to the West Side peer pressure and uh, signed him to a long term contract, and he goes and breaks his dick here a week oh before my God. the season. Yeah. I mean, this is bad enough. <laughs> I, I can't believe anybody still wanted that. It's like that, that's baffling to me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I'm over the scooter craze. I just, uh, this is not a good situation. And if we had traded him, yeah, we wouldn't have this problem now. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about this. Yeah, because Nixon Zell would be your starting second baseman. Exactly, which he should be. Although he wouldn't have, he still wouldn't have been starting on opening day because the no. Rangers played. No, no, we we can't we can't have that many nice things. Come on. Right. Let's talk about the roster for a second. Uh, with with the last round of cuts, basically the only spots left open are going to be uh, maybe one spot on the bench and two spots in the bullpen. Uh, Bob Steve is still here, which tells me they're going to carry him because yep. he's out of options. Uh, let's start with Phil. Phil, would you carry Bob Steve on the on the opening day roster? No, I, Cody Reed is better than the Robert Stevenson is right now. And if you're going with the best 25, Cody Reed should be on the team. Well, if you're going with the best 25, why do you send Sal Romano and Cody Reed down for yeah. Bob Steve? Either one of those I would have been better with. Branch, let's go with you. Uh, I'm, I know why they're doing it. It's because he's out of options and they're going to leave Stevenson up. But what happens if he does do good? I mean, if he does do bad, at that point, do you just... Releasing the waivers? I think you just DFA him if he if he blows it up for a couple weeks. Um, I mean, are we going to have to lose three games because Robert Stevenson 
was out of options. Well, this yeah. smells exactly like that. Well, and yeah. if they really do go with 13 pitchers, he's the 13th pitcher. Yeah. So, it, it, it's it's really weird, and I understand not want because he, he would get picked up if they try to go run him through waivers. However, he's not one of the best 25 by any means. And hell, you know, Romano's sitting down there who everybody knows should be up in the bullpen and might be a future closer someday. And, you know, he's having to just take the brunt of this and go down to Louisville. Well, which is kind of bullshit because right. Rob Steve's been given plenty of damn chances. Well, and, and Polly, here's the thing. Uh, I mean, uh, it's obvious he's uh, what they're doing. I mean, his options are, his time's up. You know, it's, it's shit or get off the pot, you know. Like, dude, you got to do something. And if he's going to prove himself, it's the time's now. So, I mean, I don't want him. I don't want the Reds to, like, waste three games, but they're going to have to on, on him and before and to see what happens. Gamble a little bit. Kev. Well, after after what happened last year, doesn't the fact your mind got to be a little bit scared of what they did with Homer Bailey, giving him twenty one starts, going one and fourteen? Yeah, I mean, you feel like they're gonna give him wait like two months, no matter what, because he's got a good arm. He can throw ninety seven. Well, I don't think he's thrown that in about three years now. Right. He's not the same pitcher he was when we drafted him. He's never progressed, and the fact that we're having to redo our entire, you know pitching formulation for the entire organization. It, are they hoping on that? Maybe with Derek Johnson, we'll be able to work some magic out of him. I'm guessing that's the only reason that, and then, of course, the out of options. It just, it, it's terrible that, that so much is decided with options like this and, you know, Sinzel and Stevenson, just the way everything works out is not, not like what baseball should be. The guys who should be up are the guys that should be the best, and that's the way it used to be, and that's not the way it is now. Callie, who in the? Thoughts? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Phil. I'm sorry. Who in the bullpen still has options? Who's making the team that has options? And the, I don't think any of them do. Uh, is Whistler still here? Doesn't he have options? He, he's out no, of options. He, he's out of options too. Oh, okay. yeah. They they option the other one. We're down. We're down to Whistler, uh, uh, Peralta, and uh, and Stevenson. And Peralta Peralta, ha- Peralta has options. That he's probably going to be out. Peralta um, has options, but and he's also outperformed the other two. You know, so I would Lorenzen, say he's probably going to be the loser here. Lorenzen has but, options, I think. But I'm Lorenzen, but yeah, but there's no way he's going to get options. No, no not so. Really. It, is so Lorenzen? Is he the only one with options left? I believe so. Because so how is the how is the uh, uh, the shuttle going to work between uh, Louisville and Cincinnati? Well, it looks like Kyle Farmer is going to be the odd man out when Sinzel uh, gets called up. Yeah. Callie, what are your thoughts on uh, Bob Steve making the team possibly? No, I would not I would not keep him on the twenty five man. I think he's I don't think he's that good. I've never really been that impressed by him, so I would not keep him and uh, I also don't think it would be three games. I think that um you're right, it would be about two months that they'd probably let him have because they again seen that episode too with the Homer Bailey. I didn't realize it was twenty one. That's just that sounds so much worse. I just hadn't thought about that in a while. 21 starts for Homer Bailey. Yeah, they'll probably give Bobby Steves like 12. We'll lose 12. In, in, a, uh, in a shout-out to a previous podcast, the Reds gave Joseas Manzanillo nine games in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So. But his name was Manzanillo. That's <laughs> a good name. <laughs> Hosea's Manzanillo. Shout, shout out to Chad. Shout out to Chad. So, so I, want, I want to go to another topic. Uh, if you follow her on Twitter, KY Redsgal Casey, <laughs> she tweeted a picture of her cheeseburger that she made the other night. And she had the cheese on the bottom of the burger. First of all, what kind of serial killer do you have to be to put cheese on the bottom of the burger? I'm going to get everybody's opinion on this. And then, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, tweet at KY Redsgal on Twitter and say, Casey, cheese goes on the bottom. So, Kev, your thoughts. What? Why would someone be possessed to put cheese on the bottom? Well... I'll admit I've put cheese on the bottom, but that's only because I've already put it on the top. Sometimes I like extra cheese, but I don't understand the cheese at the bottom at all. Uh, <laughs> Phil, cheese on the bottom, yes or no? It sounds it sounds like communism to me. <laughs> it sounds like a Russian plot. Oh, we are yeah. fans of the Reds. That's true. <laughs> Good job, Kev. Uh, Branch, <laughs> Branch, cheese on the bottom. I'm totally okay with it, and I can give reasons why. Um, she obviously did the right thing when she grilled that burger and it looked tasty Um, you melt the cheese on top okay you go to put it on your bun you scoop it up with your spatula flip it over the cheese is going to be on the bottom and you don't have cheese stuck with your spatula then you top the rest of the burger so I'm team Casey on this one no see you don't put the cheese on and until after both sides are cooked. But you melt the cheese it's on that science. last little bit. It's simple science. Yeah, you melt the cheese. I don't know. I take, I take and put the grill the, onto the plate and then put the cheese on. Yeah, and uh, Well, that's crazy talk. That is crazy talk, Kevin. <laughs> you put the spatula on just over the top of the bun and then pull it out like it's a magic trick. And then a, the, the burger falls onto the bun. Maybe a little off center though, and you know that ain't right. Callie, your thoughts on the cheese on the bottom? Um, depends. My, I would probably not do that myself, but um, if somebody else is making me a cheeseburger, you can do whatever you need to. If somebody else is making me a cheeseburger, here's the thing. See, Callie, here's the thing. If somebody's, if somebody's making me a cheeseburger and they give me one with the cheese on the bottom, I'm going to give them a look because I'm not going to be able to help myself. Holly, your thoughts on Cheesegate? Cheesegate. I'm a terrorist. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No cheese for me. I'd rather do no cheese hamburger and give me the condiments grilled on the ends. That kind of stuff. He's an American. See, here's the thing. I can't do mayo. I can't do lettuce. I can't do onions. I can't do any of that crap. You give me the burger, you give me the cheese, maybe throw some bacon on there. And I And then you you're put, Yeah. And then you put some ketchup and mustard on there. And you're good to go. And what's some pickles? You can put nah, it I'm I'm not talking mayo, I'm not talking mayo. I'm talking just wholesome good old I don't know, good old grilled onion burger. No 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 cheese. Maybe some lettuce, maybe some ketchup. Just trust me. It'll change no, your life. I, I will put extra mayo on that some bitch and, uh, oh. and eat it down. No mayo, no mayo. All right. So everybody, uh, voice your opinion to Casey on Twitter. 
she, she surely would like it. I'm a little, I'm a little af- afraid of her, so I probably won't. You're afraid of her? She's nice. Yeah. She's no, okay. I, I She's know. the nicest person ever. She. That's why I'm afraid of her, because anyone that nice is really a serial killer. I think you know slander of Casey. Well, I mean, I've met her. She is not. She's not a serial killer. She's she's quite, not, she's bad, not a, quite probably the nicest person I've ever met. And that's all true. But I don't trust it. But the cheese thing makes me question something. I'm just kidding, Casey. All right, why don't we move on to some uh, listener questions? So, I sent out the call for questions uh, with the hashtag Cornhog Fiesta. So, let's see. The first question is going to come from... It's actually... It's actually from Kevin. Um, our Kevin? Our Kevin. So, should we expect anything from our newly acquired Johnson? The guy we just traded... Uh, traded um, Connor, Joe Connor Joe for? Uh, Kev, you didn't have to mansplain it. <laughs> we were going to let the joke simmer there for a second. Where's Burmy? Don't joke the joke. God, Kev. You just barbied that joke. But, yeah. Um, Sorry. And then, uh, Kev, you also asked, uh, with several young players signing long-term deals recently, how much would you offer Sinzel? I would give Sinzel the exact same package that uh, Eloy, uh, Eloy Jimenez got. That was like $60 million? Yeah. Yeah. Would, That's uh, about what Bruce got, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, it's like seven for sixty-one, not seven, but it was something like that. Sixty-three. Uh, would, would anybody else be willing to give Sinzel an extension without him having played an inning in the major leagues? I yes. See. I think he's got a really high floor. C. C. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, Wesley. That's Back- worse. Wesley. Bl- Wesley Blackwell has another question this week. He's at Thor Finn on Twitter. He says, uh, hashtag Cornhog Fiesta. Wesley Blackwell asks, uh, <laughs> of the players on the opening day roster, who do you think will be traded first, and will it be for prospects or established talent? Uh, Kev, what do you think? Mm. On the opening day roster? Yeah, who's traded first? Because if, it, if <laughs> Scooter hadn't been heard, I would have said Scooter. But probably, I'd have to lean towards Kemp right now. Uh, Callie. Yeah, I... That's what I was going to say. I think that Matt Kemp's going to be gone. And uh, we'll probably trade him for prospects, but I hope that they trade him for a set. Probably. Matt Kemp for prospects. Uh, Phil. Does the disabled list count? That's the injured list. Injured list. I'm sorry. You were correct. I apologize. Get it right or pay the price. (laughs) (laughs) So, because... It will be Alex Wood uh, when once the Reds fall out of uh, contention. Uh, Wood's going to be gone. Branch. Uh, I almost agree with Phil there, but I think it's going to. I actually think it's going to be Shevler first because he, he's had. I mean, almost. Point. Well, because I believe Shevler is going to be the first at the Indians fucking ball con, and we want to go for. Yeah, if uh, Sinzo comes up and starts playing out of his mind, yeah, for for Shepler to play. There's no, there's not a place for Shepler to possibly play, and if he shows that he can play a little bit of center field, the Indians need outfield help bad, and we could probably we'll do better getting prospects out of him than we do with Kemp. With Kemp, basically, what we're going to do is pay his salary and buy a prospect, you know. So, 
But yeah, you're probably right because if if Woods pitching good, coming up on that that July 31st deadline, uh, a lefty that's throwing good, hell hell yeah, he's he's gonna bring something. You, you always want good wood. Um, yeah, all good wood. Phil, did it, did I ask you? Yes, you did, and I okay. said Alex Wood, which okay. is how we got on on yeah, top of I'm the so, wood. I'm sorry, I, I had wood on the brain. Um, well, who doesn't? Exactly. So, uh, our next question comes from the, na- the nation's eyebrow at Minority Ceiling Ask. Hashtag Cornhog Fiesta. Is a cornhog made out of corn or more hog? Hog. Cornhog mm. is made out of That's, straight meat. It's all hog, baby. That's a trick question. Lebby is God. Is Go true? on. It, it really is, because if you're using an all-beef hot dog, then it's more corn. Well, here's the thing. When you whip <laughs> out the corn hog, everybody knows you, you came to play. So, yes, it's it's beef. It's solid beef. Um, also, <laughs> shout out to Casey on that one, too. You know, I've, I've, I've always considered myself straight, you know, but I will tell you that I really but, like a lot of meat on sticks. There you go. I do. I, I mean, I really enjoy meat on sticks. It, it's, you know, it makes me feel a little funny inside sometimes, but I like it. Nothing wrong with some meat. <laughs> Callie, how, what are your thoughts on meat? <laughs> I am. I suppose I prefer it on a stick. You like the meat on the stick? All right. Oh, yeah, definitely. So this is probably a good time to uh, shout out our sponsor, the Cincy Sports Gallery, who uh, the podcast. <laughs> um, Get all your Pete Rose memorabilia from Cali. And you go to an Eric Davis signing on Saturday morning or on Thursday morning. Yes. Thursday every, morning. Everybody go see meet Eric Davis. Ask Cali to take pictures of you and Eric Davis. Uh, everybody will be happy. I think everybody should buy a Johnny Bench jersey. I agree. Oh, I'm back. I am back. You left? I did. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I lost my connection. Well, are you still naked in the parking lot of uh, your hotel? Motel 6. <laughs> no. It, they took the it's a day's end. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> so our next question comes from uh, the Reds Alert podcast. Everybody should go listen to that because it's, it's a good podcast. And uh, it's one of the few Reds podcasts out there. And they actually get like actual guests to come. And, yeah. Like, like real people. Like they had Lance McAllister on the other day. And I, think they I was actually supposed to be on it just never happened I'm exactly sure because I stopped going to the games this week oh so mm. yeah, we get actual guests and we just get you know Phil but uh yeah. <laughs> no. hey I am a big fucking deal okay you are. <laughs> <laughs> and don't let anybody tell you otherwise but uh so shout out shout out to Steve Offenbaker he's the one who runs the Red Alert pod but he has a question how do you feel about the Reds now that the front office lied to you Liars go to hell. Liars? Liars. That feels like a personal shot at me, Callie. Why would you feel that way? Because he lied about getting you a cactus. Do you have a guilty conscience, Philip? Oh, you have no idea. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Callie, I love you. (laughs) She pulled out the mom. Oh, my God! (laughs) 
Dang, we all know. <laughs> you know, not a great first impression. You made me one promise. One. I don't live for much, Phil. <laughs> just tell him you're not mad. You're just disappointed. I'm not mad. I I am a bit disappointed. Oh, oh. it's Doug's fault. It's not my fault. Oh, I'm, I did I'm everything I could. It's, fine. it's all good. We can blame Doug because he's not on here. So shout out to Doug. Oh, exactly. For it's definitely everybody. mostly Doug's fault, I'm sure. Hey, Callie, me and Sarah are going through there in the summer. We got you. Yeah, thank you, Branch. See, I believe you. <laughs> Mostly because Sarah will be with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's no way I'm going to a desert and she ain't stealing cactuses. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Come on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so our that was film. Then you have no place. <laughs> our next question comes from Mars Shot at Red's Planet One. Uh, Mars asks, "What do you think Zion's on a base percentage would be? That beating Zion Williamson." One thousand. I'm gonna say six ninety. Nice. Four twenty. <laughs> I I don't know who that is, but sure. Oh, <laughs> Phil. He's a Duke basketball player. No. I don't know what basketball is exactly, but okay. Good answer. Good answer. Okay, the basketball is the shooty hoops where they bounce the ball on the, the squeaky shoes and they and they throw it in the hole in the hoop. It is extremely squeaky. It's very squeaky. Did they still lick the bottom, lick their hands, and wipe them on the bottom of their shoes? No. They never lick their yeah. hand, Kev. <sighs> I've seen that. So Kevin has licked the bottom of a shoe. No, man. I lived in. I, I lived in. <laughs> I've seen it. You've <laughs> seen some things. I've seen some things. <laughs> So our next question comes from Tyler Hawk at TylerHawk20 on Twitter. Shout out to Tyler. He, he says, uh, hashtag Cornhog Fiesta. Uh, with Scooter's injury, how does that affect his contract at the end of the season? If he comes back healthy, puts up good numbers, do we sign him? Or is he a mid-season entry and struggles? Do we move on? That's since that'll be the second baseman slash shortstop for the foreseeable future. I, I think his injury ends all chances at signing him long term. And I'm good what, with that. What contract? I mean, yeah. Uh -uh. No way. At I mean, all. In all honesty, Scooter's <laughs> going to be on a minor league contract next year, proving that he can still play. Uh, he he's going to be on the Angels next year with everyone else. I'm going to take Braves because the Braves had no idea what they're doing. I I'm, I think he'll be on a major league deal somewhere, but I don't think he's going to be making twenty million dollars either. Uh, he, well, I mean, if he comes, he, if he comes back, he he has to light it completely up. Yeah, the whole rest of the season. But but before this injury, there was you know, there could have been the chance of the Reds giving him a qualifying offer, which would have been one year, eighteen million dollars. If he turned it down, they get a draft pick. After this injury, they're not going to give him a qualifying offer. Period. He's just not going to have the numbers no. to back it up. I agree. He's he he's going to be done tender. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter because... Uh, so, Stephen Offenbaker has another question. This is from his personal account. Shout out to Steve. Uh, he says, Did Doug leave Goodyear early because Phil kept trying to play Pull My Cactus with him? <laughs> There's no comment. No comment. No comment. Pull My Cactus. Pull My Cactus. 
That's yeah. a good one. Can you so, hold up a little prick? Did, uh, did, Phil, did, uh, Doug ever try to snuggle with you in the middle of the night? Uh, he says it all. Try? Yes. Did he, did he try? No. But, just no comment. This, everything, so, everything's fine. Hey, hey, Yeah, Doug. I actually feel, how was, how was Doug? I mean, I, I mean, is he, like, laser focused during the game? I know you tweeted out that he talks to himself during it. <laughs> or like when he's typing, is he having a conversation Actually, with himself while he's we typing did not, or what? And I love, love Doug. I absolutely we we did not. I'm trying to get a better spot here, but um, we didn't actually watch any games together. Um, we were on different schedules the entire time. We uh, um, we were there at the at the room late at night, but that's about it. <laughs> oh yeah, you were late at yeah. night. I mean, I thought for sure once I became a big Patreon supporter of him, he would follow me. But he still doesn't. He doesn't follow me either. Yeah. I mean, I would think so too, but what do I know? Um, yeah. So we have one more uh, listener question. This is a good one. And that's why I saved this one for last. Not because it's better than any other ones, but it is. Uh, <laughs> um, so Frank Novak, at the Frank Novak. He asked, uh, hashtag Cornhog Fiesta, who are the top five non-Reds affiliated Reds Twitter follows? First of all, I mean, you got me. Um, but let's let's exclude all of us for now because, you know, we're going to say us. So follow everybody that you're listening to right now. Uh, you got a pathetic Reds fan, which is Kevin. You got Phil, which is uh, PSR and some numbers. You got Branch, who's West Virginia Reds fan. You got Cali. PSR 1973 represent. Yeah, Cali. West Virginia Red Legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cali, what are you now? Cali rules? Yeah. Polly is Reds, Polly G. And then, uh, did I forget anybody? Me. Oh, no, Coop. Uh, so no, anyway, outside, outside, rest in peace, it me coop. Yeah, rest in peace. Shout out to me. Uh, other than us, best Reds followers follows that are not affiliated oh, with the oh, team. I got one. Go ahead. Reds fan one six three two nine four. Reds fanatic. <laughs> yes. If you follow him yes. and watch him comment on everybody. It will make your day. I don't know who it is, but they're amazing. Woo! I think it was me. Woo at Woo the Reds. I don't know who he is. I don't know Woo, but Woo is good. Shout out Woo! Shout out Woo! Um, there's also my other account today in Reds Facebook. You should follow that. Um, Storm Chaser Nick. Storm Chaser Nick is awesome. Yes. He was on here. I tried to get him on here tonight. And he yeah, busy. where's Nick? He must have been busy because he couldn't. He didn't respond. It's so sad that we lost the. the everybody got to hear to not hear me girl fanning over Storm Chaser Nick when he was on. Yeah. It, it was it was pretty great. <laughs> so some other uh, Twitter. Obviously at Unc Ram. Shout out to Ram. Uh, KY Red Scout. KY Red Scout. Yeah, KC KY Red Scout. Gotta follow her. Does anybody know who this Reds fan nineteen fifty two is? I have no idea. I need to know. I think he's responded to you a couple times in his last tweet. It's like he's using it for Google. <laughs> just pics of boobs. 
I think it's Lou. I'm not even kidding. I think it's Lou. I don't know. Phil's been turning. I, I can't believe I'm going to recommend them, but my uh, my buddy John Wagner, uh, who who I just love to destroy on Twitter. Watching you two just like, shit on yeah. each other all day makes me so happy. Um, <laughs> well, that's yeah, why we do it. And, and I didn't know that you guys knew each other then, at first, and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been buddies for tw- almost 20 years now. Uh, also, Chip, uh, Skull Crusher, uh, Chip Rickard. Is he cool? Uh, those are my... Those are your yeah, guys. he's cool. Okay. I've, been the, I've been the games with... I've been the games with him... Uh, uh, in Cincinnati, we, we were buddies too, and so those are my two buddies. Anyway, uh, I would say uh, some other people to follow: uh, follow Red Reporter, uh, follow Wick, Wick Carroll, Charlie Scrabble. Wicker Sam's a good dude. Yep, Charlie Scrabbles. Follow him, even though he doesn't. I don't know if he likes me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, None of us actually do. That's true. That's fine. I agree. I accept that. I think you're okay. <laughs> for, for corny dad jokes, I actually like one sooner not really well. Yeah, he's pretty good at the corny jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has some good jokes and one-liners come through there pretty good. Um, Luke from Cincy. He's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another must fellow. Anybody got any, any other ones? Oh, for, if you want to know the red stats, you got to fa- follow at Red Fans Brandon. Absolutely have to. And uh, obscure former Reds, too. Yeah. Uh, sacrifice Bunts. Steve, shout oh, out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Steve, Sacrifice Bunts. Hey, Steve. Steve, party. Steve, we got to get you some confidence, man. Yeah, Steve, we're going to go to a baseball game. All right. What, uh, what, what say you to... A live reading of today in Red's Facebook. Hell yeah! I'm good. While you're looking him up, can we? Can I get uh, what everybody thinks about uh, Ichiro and what he did? The, you mean the hit, call? You mean the Hit King? Yeah, the Hit King. The Hit King and Ichiro, the true. Well, in case you hadn't heard, because it was a big deal. The you know the uh, Mariners and what Athletics played yeah. two. They started this season earlier this week and played two games in Japan. And Ichiro played those two games and then retired at the end of the second game. So he retired, you know, in his home country, never to play Major League Baseball again. I thought that was extremely cool and a, a mm-hmm. wonderful was, way for him to go out. It was really cool. And it really was. The fact that the Hit King was able to have that kind of reception in his home country, um, I mean, it's, it's great for the Hit King. That, that picture of him in the rookie for Japan, oh, he was crying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's baseball right there. Made me feel yeah. some feelings. But anyway, so the Reds have a post on uh, four days to opening day, and it's Scooter Jeanette, obviously, because he's number four. And let's let's just look at all of the people who are complaining that they didn't have a picture of Brandon Phillips. Um, oh, fuck. Matthew says, come on, Brandon Phillips should have been on there shaking my head. I understand Scooter was legendary that day, but Brandon Phillips had his heart for this team. Does it really matter that much who they put on a picture or a countdown? Well, and on Twitter, they did Brandon Phillips. So, I, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it matters when they put Pete Rose on there. 
14, and that was horrible. That was, oh. That's the age he likes his women. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Um, there was one that you, you put out on today in Red's Facebook. Yeah. Today that was just amazing. Yeah, I did put out a couple of those. Uh, why don't I just go to that because there's not yeah. anything good out there right now. Uh, uh, you put out some today that were just, just... There was one. I can't remember which one it was. I should have looked it up before I got on here. Uh, it was just an all-time classic. Um, wasn't it one where a guy was dead? Um, this guy's dead. Take them off the roster. Um, that they wanted, they wanted us, the Reds, to get something. <laughs> oh no, it, that was well, maybe that was last week. Yeah, that was the one about bringing Sparky back. Yeah, they wanted to bring Sparky back. Um, they so, wanted to bring Sparky. Somebody needs to tell them. Well, <laughs> I, I do want to read these, these this series of tweets or comments from Tom on. So when Scooter pulled his groin, uh, this guy came on Facebook, Tom, and he says. This is a series of comments. I pulled my groin. I go to work every day. <laughs> oh my god! Tom, Tom, Tom how'd you do that? Tom. I'm sure that guy pulls his groin every day. Tom then You're says, a man. "Tom then says, here's the deal. If I don't go to work, I can't go to the ballpark. There is no GoFundMe for that. Hey, let me think about that." What? Exactly. The only GoFundMe that I saw for any of these Reds players was uh, something about burritos. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, we're, we're going to skip that. Um, so, yeah. a few comments down, Andrews is to Tom. I bet you pull your groin at work, too. <laughs> Wait, and Tom, and Tom says, Andrew, no, snow blowing. <laughs> so he pulled his groin snow blowing. So he's oh into getting snowballed. Is that what he's saying? It, it's something like I that. I think so. <laughs> hey, there's some uh, there's some good comments on the Jesse Winker Jose Iglesias post. Oh, really? I didn't even I skipped over that one. Well, there was one. Mark said, uh, "Man, Winker runs pretty funny." And then Alex <laughs> Couch. Oh my god. Alex Couch said, "Mark, he's got a fanny on him." Ha ha ha. And then Linda follows up Alex Couch. How's it going, Alex? Would you mind chatting? <laughs> what? Hey now. Oh my. You know that kind of brings Thank up something you. good though, actually. There's Jesse Winker in center field. Oh. On that same post, that was the post where Winker hit two home runs and Iglesias hit two home runs in the same game. And they lost, and a lot of people pointed that out. But John says, get those now and not during the season. <laughs> that's Get the, That's the spirit. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that'll probably about wrap up this end of the podcast. Uh, Ked, what are your final thoughts? Uh, it's four days. I'm about to get on a plane in a couple days and fly up there and have the best Thursday of my life. I don't know. It's going to be a, a blast. I can't wait to meet the happy guys and have our um, the best live podcast ever. Yeah, we're going to podcast on opening day. This is uh, the last edition of the podcast before opening day. we still got to figure out where we're going to do this, by the way. I think we should do it at my Airbnb. Uh, I'll have the MiFi set up plus the free Wi-Fi out here. And it's a big one. It's a big one. That's we should all saying. be able to fit in there. But hey now. after the game, oh. and we'll all be toasted as hell. So, Branch, what are your uh, final thoughts here? Um... Sorry, sorry, Steve Mancuso, I made you mad. Also, I'm sorry to all the baseball splainers out there 
that when us fans get pissed off because our team does something that doesn't make any damn sense at all just because they can, um, we're upset about it. We're allowed to be upset about it, and you can just fuck off. All right, Polly, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> uh, wow, can't be that one. Um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Drink your water. Bring your peanuts. It's opening day, kids. Have fun and take an Uber. All right. It did not rhyme. I wasn't supposed to. Is wooing allowed on opening day? No wooing on opening day. Phil, final thoughts. So, uh, I'm very bad at the final thoughts. That's my final thought. I don't know know how to wrap things up. That's what Kevin's problem is. I need that. Hey, now. I'll work on that for next time. Kevin's had all kinds of problems wrapping it up. I'm emotionally drained after all this, and I don't know what to do. That's an underrated joke. It is. It was. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Callie, what are your final thoughts? Um, I feel like I'm lacking a really cool cactus. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I don't know what to say. I, I, the I just correct, feel bad. The correct response. I was just expressing my feelings. I mean, you're, you're still close enough to go out there and just get one. Take it as a carry-on on the plane. Buy a ticket on the plane. But then how do I get it from Atlanta to Cincinnati? Another plane? Fed. A trebuchet. FedEx. A trebuchet. Trebuchet, yeah. Build a, build a large trebuchet <laughs> that will launch the cactus from Atlanta to Cincinnati. You're going to have to figure out a soft landing. So my, my final thought is there was a lot of, a lot of strife on Twitter between Reds fans over this whole Nixon Zell thing. My suggestion is everybody just chill out. Opening day is coming up. Everybody's going to be happy. Happy times. Good times. Everybody have some fun. And what's most important is that everybody has fun. Uh-huh. Is this Maury Povich? This is... <laughs> you are and not... You final are not thoughts with Maury. You are not the father. I am very pumped for opening day, but I am pissed because the shit that went down since Friday. Hey. Hey, Branch, just look at it this way. Who's going to be starting in the left field on opening day? Yasiel Puig. Thank you. Yasiel Puig. And I'm going to be staring at his ass like he would be. Is he going to be in right? I think he's going to be in right. Either way. He'll be in the outfield, and it'll be the greatest sight I've seen in a while. Also, shout out to everybody's favorite team, the Kentucky Wildcats, for making it to the Sweet 16. Shout out to UCF for blowing a game against Duke. Hey, Texas Tech made the Sweet 16. Shout out to Cincinnati for losing in the first Red round. Raiders. Shout out to Cincinnati and their angry elf coach, Nick Rowe. What did, did Okay, so for Kev and Phil and Callie and Branch and Polly, this is Coop saying uh, we'll see you on opening day. Cincinnati, Ohio.